This is Ron Legrand, and I've turned everybody off here so we don't have to listen to that noisy background. We've got a lot of people on the call tonight. And uh, here's the instructions. I know we're a little bit early. We're going to go ahead and get started because the call is so loaded. We are having an operator stand by, and if you want to talk to that operator, or to me, of course, you have to hit star zero, star zero, one time. Don't hit it twice. If you hit it twice, you're muting your, or you're taking yourself right back out of the queue. So hit star zero once, and that'll get you to Rashawn, our operator tonight. And that's to ask questions and or talk about the property information sheets that we have on hand. I've got 12 sheets here tonight, 12, by several different folks. So I'm going to call out those names, and if you're one of those names, get in the queue immediately and uh, wait. When I get through with my front-end announcements here, we're going to get to whoever comes up first. So it's in order as you get into the queue. Sean knows what to do. Uh, BJ, are you on here? I am. How are you? I am good. Uh, Cindy, are you on here by any chance? Are there any other, uh, anybody, anybody else in the moderator section? Well, Ron, I have two of my students that have awesome um All right. Stories to tell you, and okay. they're going to be on the call tonight. Okay. You guys that are on the moderator code, remember, we can hear everything you do. So uh, try to keep uh, it, the noise down in the background, and uh, the rest of the folks, I get to choose whether to mute them in or mute them out. Now, if you are on this call, there's two kinds of folks on this call tonight. There are Gold Club members and non-Gold Club members, and we need to fix that last group and make them all Gold Club members. So if you're not a member... Go to ronsgoldclub.com and go ahead and get signed up so that in the future you can participate in the calls. If you're not a member, you're in listen-only mode. You cannot ask questions. If you are a member, you can do so by hitting star zero and getting in the queue with Rashawn. Go to ronsgoldclub.com, get signed up. It's only $59 a month, no long-term commitment, no contracts, none of that stuff. Just Go there and check it out. Tons of benefits, tons of reasons why you should be a member. If you're interested in real estate, best bargain there is in the industry. I'm going to go through uh, a few things that I've got to talk about quickly here, and then we're going to get right to BJ and her folks, and then we're going to get right to whoever is uh, in, in line. So first let's start with where is Ron. So you'll know where I'm going to be. And in fact, uh, I'll tell you where I'm going to be the last week of this month. I'll be in Hawaii on a cruise where Beverly and I are going with... Um, uh, the Wolf Couple! Oh, Lynette Wolf. Hello! <laughs> Lynette, do you have folks on the call tonight? Yes, I do. Okay, all right. And I know this is going to be hard for you, but sit back and be quiet, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to be on the cruise with the Wolf Couple and the Connors. Can you imagine me trapped on a boat for a whole week with Lynette Wolf? I'm... <laughs> it sounds like a blast, doesn't it? Woohoo! I'm not worried. I've been on the boat with you for a week, with a week before, so I ain't worried. <laughs> okay, so we'll be in Hawaii last week of the month, and you will not be able to reach us, and we will not be able to reach you. So I'll have somebody else on the quick start call. And that would be on the 25th. If you happen to be a Quick Start graduate, make note that you are eligible to get on the call on the 25th for the graduates only, and that's at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, uh, of course, that information should be emailed to you, but if you don't get it for some reason, get a hold of us and find out why. Um, I'll probably have Cindy do that call because uh, Lynette and I will be in Hawaii, and 
And frankly, our mind will not be on that call. Will it? <laughs> Absolutely not. I cannot All right. wait. All right. Next week, this week, actually, I'm going to be in Raleigh. And so will the Wolves and so will Jay. We'll be delivering the uh, Quick Start School in Raleigh from the 13th through the 16th. And we've got a pretty good group signed up for up there. So we'll have a great time this week. and got some good prospects picked out with a realtor. I just got off the phone with him, in fact. Now, if you are a Quick Start graduate, you should also know that June the 4th and the 5th is our uh, very first alumni event, actually our second alumni event here in Jacksonville, and that is for Quick Start graduates only. It's absolutely free. It's two days where we get together as many times as you want a year. I do three. You can come to as many or as few as you want, and we work on issues, and we celebrate the successes of all the Quick Start graduates, and, and we just started that this year. So. And, Ron, are they going to bring some lead sheets for us to call sellers? Yeah, bring some lead sheets. We'll uh, we'll do that on another call because, you know, this one's dedicated to folks that may not be graduates. You also should know that Brian and Lynette are doing their Ticket Action and Communication Workshop on the 2nd and the 3rd in Jacksonville right ahead of that. So if you're not signed up for that and you are the alumni, you better go ahead and put those two days in the roster if you can because that's an amazing event that they do. And it's all free to Quick Start graduates. All right, on the 5th, uh, I'm sorry, the 6th, June the 6th, I'll be in Indianapolis all day doing my all-day workshop. I'll be doing the same thing on the 13th in Louisville, Kentucky, and the same thing on the 20th in Columbus, Ohio. Boy, they're really working me this year, this this next month. <laughs> we'll be doing the Quick Start School in New Jersey on the 17th, starting on the 17th. So, um, And, of course, I'm leaving for Alaska on the 24th to fish three days. I'll be fishing on the 25th, 26th, and 27th. And if there's anybody interested in joining us up there, please get a hold of our office and uh, tell them you want the information on Alaska. You're welcome to come. I mean, you're, you're not paying us anything. It's just the cost of the uh, lodge and the fishing and so forth, and we'll get you all those facts if you want to go fishing during those three days. Um, uh, we will have uh, a group congregating there, a group of real estate uh, folks congregating there, so if you haven't, I'm, t- I'm telling you, Ron, those were some of my best vacations ever, and I didn't even, I didn't even know how to fish or like fishing, and I fell in love. So yeah, and you guys did a video of the whole thing, and and uh, they're using that uh, to this very day, actually. So anyway, if you want to have fun, uh, there won't be any real estate seminars there, sorta. I mean, uh, not that you organized, but you can rest assured real estate will come up during the conversations. Uh, while we're not uh, killing fish. All right. I think that'll take us through June. That's enough for now. Uh, So um, let's get started here. First, before I get started, I want you all to know that you should be getting emails on Monday about some commercial training videos that I'm putting up for you for commercial boot camps, uh, commercial uh, properties which will lead to the boot camp that we're going to do in August for you at a very discounted price. Uh, uh, by popular demand, I'm bringing it back, and I'm going to do it one more time, and that's going to be in August. Uh, but we're going to put up a series of videos prior to that. I think there's three or four of them in there. So when you get the uh, request to opt into those, they're very valuable uh, information if uh, you have any interest in commercial. And if you don't, opt in anyway to them because you probably will have interest after you watch these videos and see how we did so many projects in uh, nine different states without using our money or credit. Um, we have a uh, brand new thing called a Soaring Eagles Club. If you are not aware of that, um, check your 
Friday online newsletter and punch on that button where you see it, and it'll take you and give you the information on it. Uh, the Soaring Eagles Club, or, or what we refer to as the SEC, is a new group that we're forming for people that are actually doing deals. You'll find the qualifications on there. It's only going to take 10 deals uh, that, uh, after you register this year or $100,000 in cash total. And, for, guys, for some of the folks that you'll hear tonight or many of the folks that we hear from and meet every single week almost, uh, that'll be nothing. So what we're going to have here is a group of movers and shakers, and we're going to award, give them all an award at our convention in February if they meet the qualifications. And we're scheduling a retreat next year just for SEC members, and we're paying for it. So we're paying for the uh, your hotel and your food at a retreat if you get in and, and become an SEC member by January 31st of next year. And when you are a member, you're a permanent member. You just got to get in by January 31st if you want to get into our retreat next year for free. Uh, so a lot of new things that we're working on. Working on some other cool things I'm not going to tell you about right now, but uh, just stay tuned for uh, SEC. When I, the order, all you have to do to enter it is to sign up for the summit next February, and then fill out the form that you want to that you want to uh, get in the SEC qualification. And then when you do feel like you're qualified, you let us know, and and uh, we'll put you in the member roster. All right, uh, Barbara, you were here first. So who we got, who you got on the telephone tonight? Well, I've got a couple of students. My first student is Debbie Dusler. Debbie, are you on the call now? I guess she's not on the call yet, so um, she'll be on the call. I talked to her about an hour ago. But, um, Did you give her the I thought, code? Yes. Debbie's, on the, Debbie's on the call. Debbie, please go ahead. Yes, I'm oh, here. Okay. All right. Oh, Debbie. Okay. Well, good. She's on the call. Let me tell you a little bit about Debbie. Um, you were mentioning killing fish, Ron. So I sent you her testimonial letter, and she's got a picture of an awesome fish that she killed when she was up there in Milwaukee with you on a fishing trip. Uh, so she sent oh, us a picture of that, too. Oh, that Debbie. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, this is quite a fish there, Debbie. I think that's pretty exciting. But even more exciting is the deal she's done. And she's been an investor a while, but um, is now in the mentoring program and has recently purchased a tax foreclosure sale. And I would love for her to tell you about this deal. So, Debbie, go ahead. Well, tell, Debbie, tell us you about your deal. Before you get started, Debbie, I, I just want to verify. As I recall, my, the fish I caught was larger than yours. Is that correct? Oh, no, that's not true. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty big to me, Ron. De Debbie, that's not the way I remember. Oh. <laughs> okay, whatever you say, Ron. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so what's going on, girl? Okay, I bought a um, tax foreclosure, city tax foreclosure in, in Milwaukee, three-bedroom, one-bath ranch for thirty-seven five. It was listed originally for 50 with the city, but I was able to get in and get it at 37.5. Um, after repaired value, if I fix it all up, would be 99. Nice. Yeah. The um, I also found private money to um, pay for it, but I've I've thought about my exit strategy and what I think I'm going to do, or what I'm sure I'm going to do, is um, I I received forty thousand dollars in. Um, money. I'm going to close on Thursday, uh, private money, 
and I'm going to evict the tenant and just clean and repair the walls, the doors, put some new knobs on the kitchen cabinets because it's got a new roof, it's got a new furnace, it's got a big fenced backyard, it's got a two-car detached garage that's all in pretty good shape. And I'm going to put it out there for 75000 So On a work for equity? Yeah, either that or I'm just going to sell it to to someone directly, a homeowner, because they could get a loan, maybe not an FHA loan, but they'd be able to get a loan for 70000 75000 on this house and do like the you know anything that they want to do to fix right, it let, up. Let me tell you how I handle that. Now, all of you listening, this is uh, probably a pretty important piece of information for you. Because I have uh, one, two, three, four of those right now on the market, as is. Uh, and I put them out there on a work for equity program, and we are now getting to where we just at, we put it right in the ad. We will fix anything you want fixed and raise the price 125% of the cost. Oh, okay. And that way there's no reason if they can go get a loan, there's nothing to stop them, because if they can't fix what it takes to get the bank satisfied, then now they can. Okay, so 125% of the cost. Yeah, and that's fair. Right. So you put it. You put a price though, like in my case, seventy-five thousand right. on it, and then anything they want fixed, we'd fix it. Correct. And then raise it up higher. Correct. Oh, good idea. If, it, if it's worth ninety-nine thousand fixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wouldn't do much to it. I can tell you, I'd leave it out there for about thirty days and punch it hard. Put work equity signs in front of it. Punch it hard, and you're going to get a lot of applications on it. It's just whether you're going to find one you like or not. Right. Okay. That's on, a good idea. And on that price range house, I bet you do. Yeah, and it's in a, a really cute little neighborhood of similar houses, so mm-hmm. it should. And don't let anybody, right. don't let anybody in it with less than five thousand dollars in deposit. Okay, but they have to get a loan though to buy it because I don't want. Are you going to rent to own it on a work for equity now? I don't want to. I don't want to hold it. My loan, private money loan, is for six months, so I want to get in and get out, get my cash, move on to the well, next one. Well, okay. Well, then um, that's going to be a lot tougher now. You can try that. And and I don't want to hear you getting any more six month loans anymore either. Oh, okay. You're, you're getting you got that from a mortgage broker. You need to start getting this. Product. No, it was a private investor. Well, six this months. This is her first time, Ron. So she did get the money for forty thousand at ten percent interest, but no she just point. asked for six. Yeah, no points. Right. And wanted six months, so we um, had to look at that. And versus, we didn't want to do any rehab for sure when she can walk out with that much profit without doing a rehab. So well, I hear you, but uh, don't ever. I agree with you, Ron. Out of your mouth again. Okay. Do you see that? Do you see the trap that you built for yourself? I do. Yes, the I do. The only exit now is to cash out. Or oh, I know your lender will extend it if you ask them anyway. So it's not the end of the world. But yeah. Uh, from now on, two years a minimum. Two years, okay. You will get two years just as easy as you get six months. You will get five years if you ask for it, as long as you're not dealing with mortgage brokers. No, this is a okay. private investment. Well, here, here's here's what you should say. Listen, would you rather get a high rate of interest longer or shorter? Okay. What's the answer going to be? It's going to be longer. Yeah, well, what you going to do with if I pay you off? You can put it in the bank at a half a percent, so let's just leave it out there and extend it. Okay. Worry about that later. But you're on the right track. Good deal. Good. Thanks. It's a real good deal. She just got this the last week, the last few days. Um, so it's very new, and it's really exciting. She's right. done a really good job with this. And, and I want to thank Barbara for all her help and support in helping me get through this. 
Okay. And you for taking me fishing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I want you to start telling the truth about who caught the biggest fish. Okay, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, okay. right. <laughs> I called them in. You caught them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Debbie. Thanks. <laughs> bye-bye. All right, bye. Thanks, Debbie. I appreciate you getting on the call tonight. Thanks. Hey, who else you got, Barb? So, Wallace, Sue, are you on the call now? Uh, yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. We can all hear you. So he's got another great deal, too. In fact, Debbie is an investor, and she's also a realtor, so if she does end up getting a cash deal, she's going to make a commission on it as well. Wallace is also a realtor, and um, I want you to know that Wallace has had a very successful business. He's made a million dollars in his investing in real estate business last year and his goal this year is to make five million dollars and he told me that he wanted to do it Juan's way so he's been really good about um, taking the information and the other thing I wanted to share with everyone is Wallace has not even been to the quick start boot camp yet he's only done the virtual training so he's doing an excellent job and he's doing it Ron's way so He's got a couple of deals here he wanted to share with us. So, Wallace, tell us about your deal. Where do you live, Wallace? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, first deal was uh, the deal I was tired of waiting. I waited for over a year. And then, um, you know, we still couldn't close with the bank. So, I called a friend of mine. I said, listen, I said, this is a super deal. If you want, you know, we can just do a double close, and I'm going to hand tie stay with it, but you're going to buy it because I don't really want it. And I know that, you know, the house in the area was where exactly he wanted to be. So I, you know, I stayed in by knowing that he's going to just take over from me right away. So I basically gave away that deal. And, uh, you know, a few months later, after we waited for a total of about 18 months, the deal finally closed. And (laughs) what I didn't know was my friend is also a full-time investor. So the same day he purchased the deal, he flipped to somebody right away for a profit of $20,000. So, and then, you know, I just, the next thing, I just received a $6,500 check in the mail. He was just saying, uh, thank me for giving away uh, a deal, a good deal to him. And he would like us to point up more deals like that going forward. So that was the first deal. I got a check for 6500 but I never really expect the money because I just uh, gave away the deal to him. Kind of makes you pay more attention to the mail now, doesn't it, Wallace? Yes, yes, absolutely. I was just tired of waiting. It was a long process of waiting. Okay. What's the next? What's another deal? Uh, the other deal uh, was, uh, you know, we did business uh, your way, um, you know, sending out the yellow letter, and a lady called. Uh, you know, we went there with the lady. The lady was saying she was tired of the house, had no money to do any repairs. She was a single lady, an elderly lady. She was uh, getting ready to uh, move to an apartment. So I followed up with her week after week, but then, you know, she told me that she's not going to uh, sell her house anymore. She changed her mind. So um, so I kind of stopped talking to her. But then, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I got a call from her. She's like, hey, you still interested in buying my house? Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm always interested. But then... You know, I was like, uh, it depends on the price. I said, because uh, back then, I could offer you more money when I had more money in my bank account. But right now, you know, my bank account is getting less and less money because I would spend the money for other houses. So she's like, hey, you know what, you, why don't you come over, we can talk. So 
um, you know, I looked at uh, after she, um, uh, I made the appointment with her. I looked at the comps. It was a, a going about one fifty five. So I ended up purchased the house at sixty five thousand dollars. And wow. then the same day I purchased the house, I just sent out an email to the buyers list I had, and then I had one cash buyer offer me eighty eight thousand. Uh, we thought about rehab the house, but then I I did a math. If I fix the house, I might get you know anywhere between fifty to sixty thousand dollars. But then God knows how long it will take me. Um, so I just decided to make a quick move and just collect twenty thousand, uh, twenty three thousand dollars up front and just well, be done with this. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that at all. all right, well, I don't want to take any risks. You said, uh, Barbara said something about a million dollars last year. What did I hear? Uh, yeah, um, you know, I think I was kind of lucky because I I was uh, very new into this real estate investing game. But then, uh, you know, um, when I was a realtor, I spent a couple years working with re- uh, wealthy individuals. And these guys, they're buying uh, houses like people buying groceries. They pretty much buy houses from me, you know, on a monthly basis. Every month, they buy three or three to five properties. So when I became an investor, I did the same thing, uh, you know, focusing on people has money and wanted to invest in real estate. So last year, what I did was um, I keep purchasing properties and get them fixed up, put a tenant into the house, and then just sell it to those investors who pay oh, the yeah. market value for the house. And they pay market value for it because it's occupied and in good shape. Yes, yes, and uh, they always look for, you know, anywhere between 10 to 15% return. Yes. So if you can meet their criteria, uh, you know, um, basically they don't care how much you make, and they will want to buy anywhere between three to five houses a month. Well, that's a great niche that you've carved out for yourself. And by the way, I've, I've seen a lot of people uh, doing that over the years, and, um, mm-hmm. and and it works very well. You get that uh, when you get that buyer t- team built up. Now it's just a matter of finding them what they want and dropping it in their lap, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, right now it's kind of like uh, you know I have another stream of income because I I'm learning real estate uh, the way you do. So I'm I still continue to make money off those cash investors, but at the same time now I got to work with ugly house and pretty house, and now I got more tools in my toolbox. Good. Well, we appreciate you tuning in tonight, sir. Awesome. Thanks. Well, you know, Wallace is doing a really great, awesome job of doing your doing it your way, Ron. He is sending out the yellow letters. He does have the virtual um, VAs making the calls, and he is going to great lengths to doing everything that I've advised him to do and what you've advised him to do, and he's really making it work for him, and I'm really just excited to see his future. He's so got a whole team. Uh, when can I expect you in the live event? He's registered. <laughs> He's registered. Which one? Wallace. Uh, um, I will definitely be at the one in New Jersey because I live in Delaware, so that okay. one is about well, a couple hours away from my house. I will definitely right. go to that one. Well, make sure you come up and identify yourself when you do check in. Oh, yes, I will do. Yes. I'll yes, see sir. you there, sir, and keep up the good work. Hey, Ron, I much, And thank you very much, Barbara, for you know all the overtime that you're putting for us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Well, it's my, it's my pleasure. Thank you for being on the call, Wallace. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Okay. Hey, Ron, right, I know you told me not to talk, but um, I have Paul on the phone, 
and um, he actually has to go to a meeting in like 10 minutes, so I just want to know if All I right, could maybe sneak him in. Yeah, <laughs> um, he just sent us a check. Oh, well, actually, it was a copy of a check. I wish it was a check. Um, a copy of a check for $60,788. Holy smokes. Yeah, you talk about a nice payday, and he is phenomenal at doing what we tell him to do in the mentoring program. He has just been fabulous. He's not only been a pleasure, but he does exactly uh, Ron's way and t does exactly what we tell him to do in the mentoring program. And I wanted him to talk about this deal if you guys want to hear about it. We do. Are you there, Paul? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, loud and clear. Hi, Paul. Oh, wonderful, How's wonderful. Hi, Lynette. How are you? I'm looking forward to our right. call tomorrow. Yes, looking and, forward to our call tomorrow. Okay, so where are you? Where do you live, Paul? I live in Denver, Colorado. Okay, so where, how'd you get this $60,000 check? You rob a convenience store or something? <laughs> well, yeah, 7-Elevens are pretty generous out here, you know, the Mile High City. Uh, <laughs> So, actually, it was a uh, ugly house deal. I actually bought it from a wholesaler who had it under contract. I guess he marketed it to his list. And I just was having coffee with a friend that said, hey, I just got this email on this deal on Vine Street. I was like, wow, what a great-looking deal. I said, that's right in my uh, farm area. I said, I'd love to look at that. So I drove by, looked at it, and he was buying it uh, off the MLS. It wasn't even listed on the MLS. It was a private deal he was marketing with postcards. And it was just a gentleman who owned a house for six or seven years. It was right in the, what we call DU, which is Denver University, uh, right, right, right down the street from there. So it was a rental that he had and very successful, but he's just tired of the students renting it, trashing it, and then him putting thousands of dollars in every every summer when, when they would leave, you know, when school was over. So long story short is I bought the house for $262,000, a junker, and I know that's that's high for some areas of the country and low for some areas of the country, but in Denver, that's pretty much what I'm buying my junkers for between 262 and like 325 and what I did is a second-story addition where in Denver I figured out a niche with the building department if I can keep 40% of the property, which is the foundation in this case, I don't have to reapply for my tap fees, meaning water, sewer, uh, which and electric with XL Energy out here, which saves me about $30,000 in repairs. So by doing that, I use the existing foundation, and I have great architects and engineers where I, I took a, a home that was 578 square feet, and I added a footprint of an additional 1,500 square feet. And then I popped the top, and I made a second story. So when I was finished, it was just under 3,200 square feet with an oversized detached two-car garage. And, and, and what's really cool, Paul, tell them about the non-recurring um... Three hundred fifteen thousand. Right. So what what I did, I owned a mortgage company for a while, so I got pretty creative with my private lenders, and I funded this with private money, and I explained to them to help my cash flow because I do multiple properties at a time, that I wanted to do what I called non-reoccurring interest-only payments. Uh, what that means, uh, and a fancy way of saying it is, I don't pay any of the interest until the house sells. Right. So the interest is not reoccurring, meaning it's constantly occurring. It's not occurring, but it's occurring, and I just don't pay the interest until the house sells. Well, so this way, if I was paying interest like on a hard money loan where you have payments every month, yeah. 
if you have two, three, four, five of these going at once, you know, it can really kill you on your cash flow. Yeah, Especially if, if I learned when I started, that's what was killing me. As I just, I was like, how am I going to make, you know, twelve thousand dollars a month in payments on top of my regular bills? Yeah. It just. It, it, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did you ever hear my story? At one time, I had twenty-seven houses. I was making payments on all empty. <laughs> Holy smokes. That's, that's how I, I would have. I would have had to. I would have probably <laughs> drove into a telephone pole. Yeah, you learned a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I learned. I learned the hard way very quickly because I'm like, man, I'm going to be broke before I can sell a house. You got it. So me, I figured much? that out. I figured that out with my private lenders, and then I got the courage to say, hey, this is my loan program. All right. Well, and we're, we're running out of time here, so let me go over this math. You paid what'd you say, two hundred and fifty two for it? Oh, two sixty five. Two sixty two. Okay, and you yeah, said two, how or two sixty five, no, I think it two sixty two or two six no two sixty five, I'm sorry. All right. Two sixty five. And, and I spent I wanna say I think it was three hundred and fifteen or three hundred and twenty five thousand. On the renovation. On renovation. Wow. And okay. sold it for seven oh five. Seven oh five and I sold it before it was even listed in the MLS. Just by a realtor driving by, saw the it was under construction. I was about 75% done, and they asked my project manager, who who's the owner. She called me, uh, made an offer of 680, and I said no, so I want 725, and we went back and forth and settled at 705. Okay. And that was a mistake because now the house is in that neighborhood. Now I could have listed it. Uh, I probably could have got 775, but you know, bird in the hand. So. <laughs> Well, uh, a lot of it would have went to commission, but uh, anyway. Precisely, I saved. I saved. You know, I figure I saved at least two and a half percent by paying my listing agent, so it saved me fifteen to eighteen thousand just in commissions right there. And it, the, the the buyers were pleasant to work with; they really were. And this agent was really nice to work with. So the message that I want to get out to everybody is that there's plenty of opportunity in the um, upper end areas like you're talking about, and they're all over the country where you can buy a smaller property and then put a larger property on it and keep the existing footprint. Sometimes you've got to keep uh, at least one of the four walls. Sometimes you've got to keep X number of square feet. The rules are different everywhere you go. But uh, I've heard a lot of uh, our students, not a lot, but a handful of our students do what you're doing in cities all over the country. So congratulations on that one. Yeah, and uh, how Thank many deals have you done in the last five months since you joined the mentoring program? Um, I have purchased, in fact, I just got it one under contract today. That's where I was a half hour right before you text. I was delivering mm -hmm. earnest money. Um, I've done a total of, I have sold three properties, and I have 12 under construction right now. Yep. And we actually have a pretty house. Um, we did a subject two uh, where we took over the debt, zero money down. He, uh, Ron, he was one of the uh, um, the rehabaholics that were getting into the pretty house. And here's the other good news: he's going to be in Jacksonville at the alumni event. Good, good. Actually, now my son just contacted me. He's a he just got leave. He's an Army Ranger, and he's coming back. So I don't think I can go now. No. <laughs> he just he just texted. Yeah, he's coming back the 27th of March through June 12th. Oh, okay. So I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be able to make that. Unfortunately, I planned on it. I bought my ticket, but I don't think I'm going to be able to go. All right. Uh, we'll think about you. Thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for tuning in tonight and sharing with the rest thank of you. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate it. Appreciate you as well. Okay. All right, uh, Lynette? Yes. Anybody else? Wanted to get Paul in because he had to head out to that other appointment to get right. another house. So he's doing fabulous. Like I said, he was one of the typical rehabaholics that we were able to convert to the pretty house. 
Well, it sounds to me like he's doing a lot of building still, but uh, he's got, you know, that's his niche, so uh, I wouldn't ever want him to do. Well, yeah, this paycheck for $60,000 is not a bad payday, so. No. Um, Now, we also have, uh, we just got a check from uh, Ariel for $7,000. Do you remember that uh, testimonial? Ariel, are you on the phone? Uh Uh-oh. Where is he? That's the one we just sent you. Um, they took over the deal, oh, yeah. subject to zero money yeah. down. Yeah, I got that one and just flipped it. Made yep. All right. Well, if you don't 7, have i got to get the Rashawn here because she's probably stacked them up now 20 deep. Oh, okay. Okay, thank you. Rashawn, how many do we have deep? Um, we currently have 11 in the queue. All right. Well, let's get to work then. Who's first? Okay, our first question is coming from Michael Gressner. Michael, please go ahead. Michael, I have a sheet on you, don't I? Yeah, Ron, I have two. Okay, let me find them here. All right. All right, you are in Virginia. Correct. Okay. I've got the first one here. Now, folks listening, I'm going to call out these numbers, so if you want to write this down, because if you don't, you're going to get lost on us. Uh, Michael sent in property information sheets here. He's got two. And the first one, Michael, is on um, Coriel. Okay. The uh, asking price is two thirty-seven seven fifty. Two thirty-seven seven fifty is the asking. The um, ARV is about two and a half, and there's a hundred and twenty loan on it with an eighteen nineteen. $1,819 PITI, principal interest, taxes, and insurance payment. And they said, yes, they would consider a lease purchase on it, correct? Correct. What's this one-bedroom, one-bath stuff down here? Uh, yeah, it's pretty small. 750 square feet. Yeah, for two and a half, for a quarter million dollars. Yeah, you, you sound like Paul here with his Denver house. <laughs> about what he bought. So why are you interested in this one? Well, I haven't done a deal yet, so I would. So I, uh, I, I'm not. I'm just taking what I can get. All right. Well, then, if you want my advice, I would not take this one. Mm-hmm. Number one, in addition to the other, uh, the small, uh, the uh, small property, it's vacant and it's a condo, and it's got three hundred and sixty-nine dollars a month in condo dues. Right. You will have a very hard time moving that property. Okay. And thinking about it, one bedroom, one bath. Who's going to be interested in that? A single person, most likely. Right. I mean, your market is going to be so small, add the condo dues onto it, it's just, I think it's going to be too tough to even mess with. If I were you, I'd move on to something a lot easier to do. Okay, that sounds good. All right. Now, your next one is a two-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, 1,500 square feet. And it is a condo as well. Mm-hmm. It's got a $350 monthly condo association dues, and it's vacant. Are these the same seller, by any chance? No, they're not. Okay. Um, is a $350 condo uh, association fee there something that's normal, or is that weird? Um, it shocks me, but I think that's uh, normal, yeah. Well, why aren't you okay. guys talking about Is that... You, your background noise there, or is that somebody else? I think that sounds like Lynette. <laughs> oh, it does, doesn't it? Okay. All right, so the asking price is 379 
and the comps are not even quite that high, are they? Right. Well, okay. uh, that so, was a pretty nice paycheck for Paul, making 61000 Hey, Lynette, you're, we're, we're listening to you. She doesn't know she's not muted. But they got to – sorry, yeah, shut up. <laughs> okay, they got a 343 first and a 32nd, so they owe 373 on it. And they're, so they're really they're asking what they owe, aren't they? Right, right. Okay. With a $2,745 payment. So it's worth just about what they owe. Mm. Right? Right. The 27 uh for the payment includes the 350. Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay. Uh so they'll give you the house for what they owe on it. They said they at least option it to it. They probably just deed it to you if you ask them or or uh if you wanted it, but you don't want it, do you, because of the high payment? Yeah, it's a high payment, and uh, I don't have cash for the closing. Okay. Well, so unless I got a buyer. It's an axe deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's so an axe. put it under contract on a lease purchase for exactly what they're asking. Yeah. Okay, but make it very clear to the to the uh, seller now that uh, you're not going to close on it until you find a buyer that you like. Okay. And then you'll decide whether you want to stay in it and, and collect it and make it, or uh, give them the option of uh, collecting directly from your buyer and. Remember, your pitch is, look, I'm, 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 I'm raising the price enough to cover my compensation. You're not going to pay me anything. Uh-huh. So you really have nothing to lose except for a little bit of time to let me see what the market will do. How much could I raise it if uh, Zillow said 570, uh, I mean 357? I don't care what Zillow said. You can easily get $20,000 down on this thing and let somebody take over your position. Okay. Great. Uh, on a $379,000 house, it's worth whatever you say it's worth. Okay. If I sent 10 appraisers out there, I'd get 10 different answers. They could easily be $75,000 apart. Yep. So since you're putting on a market with terms, um, I if you if let's see three, what I say 373 owed on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd put it on the market for 399. Okay. And then whatever somebody can bring you uh, for a down payment, just take it and and uh, let them take over your uh, lease. Okay. Or you know, have you been trained yet? You been to my boot camp yet? No, not live. No, I've been to yeah. listen to CDs. Yes. You have the terms course? Yes, I do. All right. Well, uh, what you what you should do is lease option from the seller, and then sublease it to your new buyer for the uh-huh. three ninety nine or whatever price. And then, if you want to get out, you can assign that lease back to the seller. Sure, I got it. Okay, that okay. sounds good. All right. Mhm. Take care I've, of you. I've got a question, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, I, I I'm using the VA service as you can see from the sheet, and uh, they this this I've only done one month so far. They gave me 26 sheets in a month, and I was hoping for 10 or 15 a week. So what do I have? To, what what I, what should I do? Well, you should generate your own leads and send them to them to call for you. Uh huh. What are you doing to generate leads? Well, uh, I haven't I haven't been sending because they said that they were sourcing for me. I understand, but that's just part of the package. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to get into a boot camp, man. <laughs> okay, got it. That's just part of it. You're supposed to be running ads yourself. You're supposed to be. We, I got a Fisbo campaign to where people can send you Fisbo signs in front of houses that you learn in the boot camp. Uh huh. And um, you don't really need to be sending yellow letters because you're getting plenty of leads now. But you're, uh, what they source for you online, Michael, is the lowest common denominator of quality of lead anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You generate, especially when you get people to call you, they're way better quality. Yeah, I've been. I had my VA um, 
putting ads up for me. I buy houses ads. At the very least. Yeah, I've, I've got that already as well. Yeah. So, so use the tools you have and, and get some of your own leads to them. Ride around looking for FISBO signs. I mean, you can do that. So yeah. Click them with a camera and send them to them. Okay. So fill in the gap yourself because they can only get what they can get. Okay. They can't manufacture leads that aren't online, you know. Okay. I hear you. Thank you. All right. See you soon. Uh-huh. Thank you. All right, Rashawn. Rashawn. Okay, our next question is coming from Kareed Beshner. Kareed, please go ahead. All right, Rashawn, you better shut down the, the lineup here because we're not going to be able to get to all of them if you keep piling them up. All okay. Right. All right. Got it. Kareed, I don't have anything on you here, do I? Yeah, Ron, I faxed in one for uh, 4322 Highborn Drive. Well, when did you fax it, man? About 3 o'clock. How come I don't have it? It should have been three sheets of paper, lead property information sheet, and then uh, a couple of other sheets with my comments. Don't have it. All right. Well, I don't have it, so go ahead and give me the numbers on it real quick. What's the um, uh, asking price? The asking price is 389 The seller owes uh, 381 They said that they would do a lease purchase. They would uh, do terms uh, otherwise. Well, the, the primary conversation has been centered around lease purchase. This is somebody that I started talking to back in 2013. At that time, they wouldn't do a lease purchase. They wouldn't do a debt takeover. They had it listed. So between 2013 and now, uh, they couldn't get anything done with the realtor. They had another investor that thought he could go raise money to buy it and fix it because it needs some cosmetic work, but that didn't turn out, so they called me back. All, and so I said, all sellers' minds change with time and circumstances, don't they? Yeah, time and circumstances brought them back. They seem to behave as if they want their cake and eat it, too. Uh, I sent a correspondence out to them this morning after uh, confirming the numbers from 2013, they haven't raised the price or anything of that, that effect, but uh, they did say that after they called me back, the other investors that were trying to buy also wanted to do a lease purchase, but they wanted to take more time, and they're trying to rush me into a, to a close. So I said, well, okay, it uh, seems like you're concerned about a liability on a lease purchase. Why don't we just take over the debt? How would you feel about that? And the last question that I asked how long will you allow me to take over the debt? So they haven't asked, they haven't responded yet. All right, Kareem, listen, that's that was a dumb question. If you're taking over the debt, if you're taking over the debt, there is no balloon, there is no new note created, there is no uh, term other than that which they already owe underneath. You're just taking over their debt. You can't change the terms. Right. Maybe I'm saying it wrong, but yes, you said it wrong. Let me finish now. Secondly. Uh, your 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 play here is, should be a lease option because you don't want to buy this house anyway. It's owed 100% of what it's worth. Okay, so what's the payment on it? Payment is 2800. All right, this is a property you sign up on a lease purchase, and it's and it's it's going to be an axe deal only. And okay. and you're going to find somebody you want to put in the house. And frankly, if they don't like that, you're out. 
You're out. Okay. You're not going to get yourself at any risk. You're not going to make any payments. You're not going to promise them you're going to make any payments. You're going to tell it to them like it is. I need a lease option for you for what you owe on it, and uh, you'll start receiving payments when I locate somebody I like to install in the house. And if they got other investors that want to do better than that, let them do it. Okay. You're not going to get yourself in the trap trying to satisfy them. Okay, well, I guess that's what I need is a slap upside the head to keep me out of dreamland. That's it. Quit, quit spending so much time on this piece of property that isn't going to make you much money even when you get to get it done. They owe 100% on it. Uh, go find some better deals. In the meantime, if they want to sign it up, sign it up. And make sure it's real clear to them that you don't, you're not closing it until you find that buyer. That's what we do today. Okay? Okay. All Thank right. you. You're welcome. All right, Rashawn. Okay, our next question is coming from Helen Lucas. Helen, please go ahead. Okay, Helen, what can I do for you and where do you live? Helen. Hi, Ron. Sorry, I was on mute. Okay. Uh, I'm in the greater Milwaukee area. I know All Debbie right. Dusler, who you just spoke to. Congratulations, Debbie, on your deal. Um, I have a couple here. I, I didn't have a chance to fax them in before the 3.30 cutoff. Uh, they are two brothers. Uh, one has a house in my area. Uh, he's asking 350 for it. Um, my comps are 380 to 390 on it. Uh-huh. He is, um, this one, I, I, don't, I, I don't think I really have a problem with this one. I just uh, want some confirmation here. He's Muslim, and he they can't do anything with interest, neither a lender nor a borrower be. That's okay with um, me. Yeah, so he'll he's willing to sell it on a land contract for three fifty. Mhm. He's in Dubai right now, so. What's he owe on it? He doesn't owe anything on okay. it. Okay. What does he want per month? Um, that's kind of up to me. Oh, great. So um, you didn't talk about this? Uh, He didn't name a number? No, he didn't name a number. He's got it rented right now, but they're moving out at the end of June. They're paying $2,200 a month. All right, so he's got to take taxes, insurance, and vacancy, and maintenance, and all that out of that, right? Right. Okay, and so you think you can get at least that if you put it out there on a lease purchase? Yeah, probably. Maybe a little more. Well, then I don't know. Then three eighty, three ninety. I want you to tell him you'll pay him twelve hundred dollars a month till paid. Okay. And of course that doesn't include interest because he insists. Right. He yeah. can't take interest. Well, I'm 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 totally upset, but I'll accept it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Then uh, then then he spoke to his brother. Uh huh. His brother has a house in uh, the western Chicago suburbs. I'm in Wisconsin. I've never purchased anything outside of my area. Uh-huh. Um, so his brother called because he now lives in Houston. Yes. And his house is vacant. He does have it listed right now. Um, well, he so does his brother want to do the same thing? Uh, he does. He's very interested, but I'm so nervous about it being out of my area. I have no idea what Come rent on, will be or You negotiate good seller financing like that. You don't need to worry about it being out of your area because you can just Mm -hmm. get a you can get a realtor in uh, Chicago to sell it for you on terms. 
Okay. And I've probably got a bunch of students that we could refer you to as well. So I should attempt to I should buy it on a land contract Absolutely. Or? Absolutely. Okay. Cuz I wasn't sure if this was a lease with an option. Well, I don't know if you can buy it on a land contract and you can get a low monthly payment like that and it's all principal, just uh, do it and do it okay. quickly. Yes. Okay. Don't worry about the rest later. Okay. And remember a land contract does not contain personal liability. Right. So that's how you want to buy it. Okay, so that, um, these look like two pretty good deals then. Um, okay. It sounds like it, absolutely. Yeah, I was just, I don't know, you know, a different state, I don't know the rules. Get it under contract. What do you got to lose? And, okay, okay. All right, thank you. All right. Good deals, actually. Okay, Rashawn. Okay, next on the line, we have Sharon Lee Chappelle. Sharon, please go ahead. Sharon, how are you? Hey, I'm good. I got two questions. I know you got a lot, a little time, so I'll just get we're right into it. Tonight. By the way, guys, we're going to run over, so don't worry about it. Go ahead, Sharon. All right, so, so I, the, uh, because I'm a woman, I'll tell you the least important second. No, I, I'll, I'll do the man thing. So the house is worth, the house is, um, they're asking 699000 It's uh, four bedroom, four bath, 3450 square feet, 0.47 of an acre. It's, he built it himself. I got this lead from uh, uh, two guys that are, are helping me by providing me leads, and they got it from a uh, yellow, uh, yellow letter. And um, uh, let's see, the house price though, it's really worth about six eighty eight if I'm lucky. Um, it'll it'll lease it'll uh, lease for thirty one hundred. They want three thousand a month, and uh, it was real difficult to. Um, to, to get this, the woman was really in charge and um, really aggressive, and so I, I, uh, and the guy says to me, uh, the woman, the guy said, hey, I want 10% down, so I told him he couldn't have any down, and um, and why and how he's going to be making more than 72,000 in uh, lease payments that he'll at uh, cash flow. So what does he want money down for? And he accepted it. So. Um, so in any case, my question on this, one of the two questions is, I've been finding a few of these higher priced when my other house, I can't sell it for $497. Um, it's kind of overpriced. Um, and I'm finding this happening. Uh, the other, and so my second question is much simpler in that um, if it has to do with the three months that we say we sign them up for. If we know that these higher-priced houses are going to take more than three months, probably four months, um, to really get some traction, should I actually put it at four months? You can put it at four months. You can put it at six months if you want. Um, but honestly, you can't assume that because you had trouble with a $500,000 house, you're going to have trouble with a $700,000 house. That is all house by house, by neighborhood by neighborhood, and you just never know when it's going to move fast and when it's not. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I just hate wasting my time doing a three months and then say, oh, three months is up and I'll, and I'll leave. Well, then go for six months. And you've had experience with it, doing it that way? They don't, they don't uh, get nervous? You're going to have to find that out when you propose it. The worst case, uh, do three months and then maybe you can build in an extension. But honestly, if you haven't got it done in three months, do you want to extend it? 
Yeah, I put a lot of time into it, and the more it goes along, I'm still getting people. I had somebody phone me up that makes um, uh, makes seven thousand dollars a month. Um, but the only reason the other house didn't go, she loved it, but it didn't have an office. And even though I said, well, you can turn the dining room because it's a, an open concept. They don't need a dining room. Um, I turned that back into a room. Um, right, well, so that's well, what I'm proposing. I got a lot of people waiting, so let's get this to a so, so the other right. question is, if 688 it's really worth and they want 699 What's the difference? Who cares? My my, my whether I'll get it sold. It is not worth six eighty eight. You don't know what it's worth, and neither does anybody else except the buyer who's going to buy it. That's That's the attitude, eh? Come on, you know you've been around long enough to know that if you had ten appraisers to that house, I promise you, you'd have at least a hundred thousand dollars difference in price. All right, so I shouldn't let that bother me. Six eighty eight, six ninety nine. There is no difference in my head. All right, I'll put your head on top of mine, and uh, it'll work. <laughs> you understand this is an axe deal, don't you? I mean, you're not going to stay in this. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm not going to stay in this. Uh, there's no room for me to stay in this. All right. Well, I think it's probably on, uh, that you ought to put it on the market for about seven thirty-nine on terms. Really? Absolutely. On terms, and I'm telling you, nobody knows what it's worth. I'm telling. And you, you don't think I'll scare away people? Oh, I don't know. Why don't you put it out there and find out? Just don't forget the right. word lease purchase, no bank qualifying in it. Yeah. All right. I'll try it. You do All it. right. Thanks a lot, Ron. Have, have fun in Hawaii. I'm going to. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> okay. Is John? Okay. Our next question comes from Tom Brewer. Tom, please go ahead. Where in the heck are all of my folks with all these property information sheets tonight? Let me read off some names here. If you guys are not in the queue right now, you can still get in there. Paul Gill, John Shoemaker, Mark Adrian, Seth Golden. Might have already gotten him. Uh, No, I didn't. Seth Golden's got a whole pile of them here. And uh, David Milano. Guys, if you hit star zero, you'll get in the queue with Rashawn. Star zero, only once. Okay, who we got on here now? Hello? Hi, Ron. It's Tom, Tom Brewer out of the Bay Area. How you doing? Hey, Tom. Which Bay, Tom? Oh, I'm from San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. I'm, I'm actually at a cigar lounge in Fremont. I, I understand you smoke cigars. What, what kind of cigars do you like? I'm oh, just curious. I do Avos. I do Nat Sherman and, you know, a few brands. All right. Okay, good to know. Um, a question. I, I know she took the uh, proof of letters, proof of funds letter off, off the uh, the Gold's website. Are you going to have, like, a replacement? or No. Oh, okay. But, so any people, rationale people, for it? Or? People were um, – uh, We <laughs> within the last month, we had two or three calls from title companies wanting to know when we were going to send the funds, Tom. Oh my God! Okay. <laughs> Educational process that we just can't seem to conquer, and the truth is, um, sooner or later you're gonna have to get your own proof of funds letter anyway. And no, for some, sure. banks, some banks today are requiring that the proof of funds be on the same entity that's making the offer, which would render mm-hmm. ours worthless. Okay, <laughs> and then, and then lastly, I found a junker on listing book. You know, I got a realtor that, that took me in there, 
Down in Oakland, it's, it's kind of a borderline war zone. I don't know if I should go after it. It's it's uh it's listed at one hundred thirty thousand. Zillow says it's worth like two twenty, two thirty. So I'm you know, using your your formula. I figured you know like sixty percent would be one one thirty five. So we're probably in the game there. But, you, but should I go after something that's in like a war zone or close to it? Uh, only if you can buy it so cheap, you can sell it so cheap. Your buyer can't refuse it. I've made a lot of money in war zones, but you really can't use my Mayo formula. You're going to buy them way below Mayo if you're buying them in war zones. And oh, I see. That's the only way they're going to work out. Because if so it's one thirty, if it's truly in a war zone, well, I don't know. I'm just going by what you tell me. You say it's in a war zone. Um, I think it, it is. Be. A low income, well, a low income area now is not necessarily a war zone. So let's make sure we're on the same page. There. Now that's true. It, it, it Oakland's about ten miles from from San Francisco, so. Okay. Well, I doubt it's a war zone. I don't think you have a war zone ten miles from San Francisco. Okay. And then this realtor. I mean, how do I? In other words, if I can grab this sucker, I mean, she's got it listed, so obviously we get included. What's the Um, Zillow says like two twenty-two. I think. What well, do you agree? Two thirty. I think so. All right. Around here. One thirty. Okay. And what kind of shape's it in? Pretty bad. It, it's, it's it's not the worst, but I was just looking at you know Could pictures you help on. Me out here, what does that mean? How many dollars do you think it's going to take? Probably, um, I don't know. Probably thirty thousand. Okay. Maybe well, thirty well, or forty. Well, if they're asking one thirty, why don't you go in with an offer of about one hundred five? See what happens. Oh, okay. Just that, do it. Just tell your realtor, write it up, and submit it, and then you'll know. If we get an offer like that, then we can take control of it and then that's right. maybe wholesale it out to their wholesaler. There's only three things that's going to happen. They accept your offer, they deny your offer, or they counter your offer. Love it. God, you make it so simple. I love it. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't tell your realtor now that you don't have the money to fund it. Exactly. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> right. All right, let's That's go to their caller. Um, I sit here on my iPad and make 10 or 12 of them a week like that. Do you really? Yes, and your your deposit is not due until three day, within three days after it's accepted. You don't have anything at risk, and then you get to go look at it before you even put up the deposit. Beautiful. And the earnest money would be typically a thousand bucks, I guess. Uh, they're probably going to want more on that price. I don't know. You'll have to ask your realtor. Okay. That would give me time because I, I met a fellow through the Gold Club, Ron. He's, he's in the Bay Area. And he does a lot, a lot of wholesaling. So well, I thought maybe better for you to get close to. You put it under contract exactly. for that, and he'll probably be your buyer. Oh man, that'd be great. I'd, when I can get my first deal done, I can come to your boot camp. That's okay. for damn sure. I, well, I, pre- yeah, I, I appreciate this. All my friends think I'm nuts. You know, I got this one guy, friend of conventional wisdom. You know, he buys houses, rehabs them. And he, he don't think of anything else. He's talking about terms. Yep. He thinks we're full of you know what. I, I, well, I, his name's Ron also. Don't argue with him. Exactly. I don't. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. See you soon. Okay, Rashawn. Okay, next on the line, we have Paul Gill. 
Paul, please go ahead. All right, Paul, I know I got one from you. Here we go. You're in Kentucky, eh? Yes. Okay, you ask, got one that they're asking 80 on, but they uh, owe how much? Uh, they owe um, 75 on it. Okay, so they'll sell for what they owe, huh? Yes, they'll sell for what they owe on it. All right, and the payment is only $571 a month. Right, and that's P-I-T-I. But it's only a two-bedroom, one-bath, 920-square-foot, and uh, does it need work? I can't. No, it doesn't need work. Uh, it does have a tenant in the property on a month-to-month. At 800 At uh, 750 750 Okay, do you yeah, want the no. house? It's your house if you want it, sir. All right. Do you um, want it? How do I deal with that tenant month to month? Well, you do whatever you want to do with them. First of all, if I bought the house and I got it for free, and uh, my payment was only five seventy one, and I'm collecting seven fifty, I probably wouldn't do anything with them until they decide they want to move. Okay. And then, and then if uh, well, first thing I do is see if they want to buy it actually. Okay. And then if they uh, if you feel like there's any chance of getting them a loan in the future, then go ahead and start that process. And if there is no chance of getting them a loan, then see if they want an option to buy it. And if they got any money, and even if they don't have any money, Paul, I'd give them the option to buy it just to transfer the uh, repairs to them. Okay. What do you got to lose? Nothing at that point. Nothing. You got a free house. Uh, you got all kinds of plays. So just go get a contract on it and get it closed. If I were you, I'd go ahead and close it, just take it like it is, and we'll Worry about the tenant after you collect more facts. Okay. All right. Got, Thanks, Ron. You got a you can buy it in a land trust. Okay. You don't even need an LLC. You can be the beneficial interest. Okay. Easy peasy, man. Go get it. Got it. Thanks. Okay. It ain't gonna make you rich, but it's an easy little deal. Sure. Okay. Thanks, Ron. Okay. Sean. Okay. Our next question is coming from Doug. Doug, please go ahead. Okay, Doug. Where you at? Hi, good evening. I'm in Durham, North Carolina. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm heading your way tomorrow. Yeah, man. I'm going to be there with you, actually, okay, on Wednesday. Fact, that's where our houses we're going to go look at on the bus. Okay, great, great, great. Um, you you probably did not. I sent two property information sheets to you, but nope. I sent them too late today, don't so I don't think you have them. Um, let me see if I can talk you through these quickly. Um, well, how about we do one since I'm going to see you tomorrow anyway? Okay, sounds good, sounds good. Shoot, give me your best one. Okay. Um, well, you'll be able to tell me what's best. That little. That, okay. Um, well, are you gonna, you're going to bring them to class, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to bring them in. But I wasn't sure if I needed to talk to you tonight about it or if because no, I was I'm concerned. I'm going to see you day after tomorrow. Just bring them to class. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do that's right. fine. That's fine. Okay, see you there. Okay, thanks. You can go in. All right. Okay, Rashawn. Okay, our next question comes from Mary Ann. Mary Ann, please go ahead. Go ahead, Mary Ann. Mary Ann. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear Fire me? Fire away. Okay. Uh, I bought your new terms course, and I have a question on the um, assigning back to the seller if I don't want to stay in. I understand the first part, but if I want to, if I don't want to stay in, what form do I use to assign it back to the seller? Uh, just an assignment of a, of a contract or assignment of a lease option. Actually, you can assign, use an assignment of contract. Okay. Do they see the agreements that I have with my... Well, of course. 
How are you going to assign them an agreement and not let them see the agreement? That's what I mean. So they are going to see what... Yes, they are. But it's too late by then, right? So what? They can't do anything, right? Well, why would they want to do anything? They didn't think you were a nonprofit organization and doing all this for free, did they? Okay. All right. Uh, just Worrying to... too much about it. You're in control now. They're not. Okay, cool. Uh, on the down payment uh, assistant program, uh-huh. do, you, do you usually only give them two years or as much equity as you have to play with? No. Uh, you mean when they're paying me, for the rest of our listeners, that means they're paying rent, and then they're paying X number of dollars above that rent every month to be applied toward their down payment? Yeah, I'll let them do that as long as they want, but if, I'm not going to let them go more than about a year before I raise the price on them, so it covers itself. So if they have a two-year lease, okay, in uh, those two years you're giving them, uh, well, I mean, how much are they giving me extra per month? So let's say they do three hundred. Oh well, that's thirty-six hundred dollars a year times two, so yeah. I'm giving them seventy-two hundred dollars off of their purchase price. Who cares? I'll do, well, I'll do that any day for an extra three hundred dollars a month. Right, but I have to make sure that there's enough when they're ready to buy the house. Uh, well, that that's easy. Raise the price. Oh, you mean, uh, uh, well, yeah. So let's Raise say the they... price going in, Maria. Okay, got it. Now, let's so, say they want to extend it another year. I have to raise the price in order to cover You can do whatever you want to do at that time. Okay. I think that's it for now. Uh, Thank you. Good. Uh, okay. Fine. I see you. I see you. Glad to get one, get one going there. All right. Thank you. Okay. Okay, our next question is coming from David Milano. David, please go ahead. Hey, Ron, how's it going? California, okay. Yep. Okay, so I have a few uh, lead property sheets I I submitted. I'm uh, kind of one of your new students here. I don't know if there's a certain one you want me to go over or, or just pick one randomly. David, I hate to tell you this, but I've only got one. You only got one? Which one do you have? Uh, what is that? Kirk and Booker or Kirk? Nick and oh, Nick Booker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's in uh, Big Bear. Okay, that's a that's a good one. I haven't had a chance to call that one yet. Yeah. Um, well, multi-million dollar property. I'm sorry. Uh, million two. Million three. Million two. Yeah. Now, what, what would you suggest on this one? Um, he's a little. He's quite a bit over. It's well, ARB. That it. Well, yeah. let's run the numbers for the rest of our listeners, since we're not the only ones on this call. He's asking sure. a million three, but you say it's only worth seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Well, seven hundred to eight hundred. Huh? Yeah, seven hundred to eight hundred thousand okay, is what I'm well, I'd pulling up. Okay, I'd say one of you is way off base, and until I get further evidence, I'd have to believe that it's you. I don't hmm. think that you've done enough homework on your comps. I'm not even sure that your comps are true comps. I bet you the seller's done more homework than you have. Could be wrong. I know the seller knows more about his house than you do, but quite often I run across students who make this mistake. They go on a free site like Zillow, and then they look up this estimate, but they don't do any work to actually do some comparison on sales like this. Uh, dig deeper, in other words. Um, one of you is way off on price. That's all I can tell you right now. So did he say yes on lease option or on our owner financing? Oh, he did. He said yes. No, he didn't. He said no on both of them, David. So why are we having this conversation? Okay. So just move on then? Not, not even, don't even call him? All of you. No, no, you should call him. But if, they do, if they're not interested in a lease purchase and they're not interested in owner financing, 
they're done. We're done. No terms, no deal. No terms, no deal. Now, wait a minute. Your VA down here at the bottom says that he will – oh, no. It says that he will not consider a lease purchase. <laughs> so he is a time waster. Okay. If we didn't learn anything else, we learned uh, don't try to make people do something they don't want to do because it's a time waster and it's a motivation brain. You talk to too many okay. people like that, and pretty soon you'll become to believe that nobody will do terms, which we know not to be true. Okay, sure. Um, then in that case, I have one other one um, that said yes. He's willing to do everything. Um, the only problem is he's a little over-leveraged, um, and, he, and it needs a little bit of rehab as well. Um, is that one still worth pursuing, maybe doing a short sale with him? Well, um, no, I wouldn't do a short sale with him. I'd just uh, sign it up for what he owes on it and then take it out into the market and see if somebody will give you a few thousand dollars to move into it. Okay. As is. You don't touch it. Mm-hmm. He just has to make. He just has to understand that you're not going to close on it until you find somebody that you like to put in it. Okay. Yeah, so he sounds pretty motivated, so that sounds like yeah. a good one. Yeah. All right, cool. Thank you for your help, um, Ron. All right. See you soon. All right, bye now. Mm-hmm. Rashawn, how many more do we have? One, two, we have about five more. All right, well, we better get to work or we're going to be here all night, aren't we? All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, our next question comes from Mike Alon. Mike, please go ahead. All right, Mike, where do you live? Hey, Ron, it's Mike Alon from the Boston area. How are you doing? I'm good. So we got two two quick questions for you. The first question is a simple question, and it kind of relates to a, a, a deal I was trying to put together. Um, where, when the owner, when you're putting together a deal, and the owner wants a percentage down payment on the lease option agreement, where would you specify, let's say, five percent down? No place to put it, is there, Mike? No, there isn't, sir. Therefore, we can't give any, can we? Uh, if that's by design, then I think I understand it. Mr. Seller, I don't know where to put it on here, so I can't give you a down payment. <laughs> no. Okay. Listen, if you wanted to, you could put it in the additional provisions. But honestly, okay. uh, what price range of house are we talking about? Okay, so this is, goes into a, a house in, in Arizona. Maybe Lynette's still on the call. It's a $645,000 house in Fountain Hills, Arizona. It's, right. on a golf, it's on a golf course. Well, what do they want now? He wanted 5% down, but then he wanted Mike, an additional. He ain't never going to get 5% down on the lease purchase. That's totally out of the question. Out of the question. Uh, maybe a one month's rent or something like that, but never 5% down. I don't care what price house it is. If it's a lease purchase, they're not ever going to get me to say they're going to get 5% down. And So better get over that hurdle before you even worry about the rest of the stuff. Okay, so as an investor, we should always just assume either nothing down or no deal, right? Mr. Seller, uh, if I put, if there's going to be any money down, then I'm going to have to buy the property. We don't put money down to lease them. Our right. compensation comes from the difference between the deposit we can collect from the tenant buyer and what we have to give you. Therefore, uh, I'm going to want you to take nothing so that I can get paid to get you cashed out. My goal is to find somebody to put in this house that will get you cashed out within a year or two or three, 
and I'm getting my compensation by raising the price. It costs you nothing, and you don't even pay a commission. Right. So, now, well, my intent... Go ahead. Now, now, per your training, my intent was to try to get a 10%, uh, raise the price of the house 10%. This would be around $65,000. Okay. I was, I was okay splitting it and giving him the 5%, 5% down and me taking the other $32,000. So that's well, where... If uh, that's the best you can do and you want to go ahead with it, that's fine. But, again, if, if that's the case, then he certainly ain't going to get it till you find that person with that amount of money. Yeah. Right, and that's the agreement that I had with him. Uh, but I just wanted to indicate to him yeah. how, did I, how do I set up that initial contract to say, you know, you're going to get 5% when I find a tenant, a tenant buyer, and it wasn't, there was no place on the contract to do so. Well, you have to add that under additional provisions. I mean, okay. these, these things are case by case. There's no contract that has a place for you to put everything that could possibly come up. You just write it in there. Very good. Or you can Noted. add an addendum. And, in fact, do you have the new addendum that I created to replace paragraph 3 that clearly states that you're going to find the buyer before your term starts? Yes. Okay. Okay. So this goes into this deal, the same deal, same house. He has a price of 645, which I think is pretty much dead on. Uh, he, uh, when I talked to him, I said, you know, my intent was to go out and find somebody who would put 10 percent down, mm -hmm. and then you would get five percent, and I would get the other five percent, or whatever mm -hmm. I can get over the five percent. You got to talking my, like that, man. The minute, the minute you told him you're going to find somebody with 10 percent down, what would you expect him to think? You know, I want my share of that. Well, uh, I I don't know if I said it exactly like that, but uh, and I asked him, you know, what's the least, you know, you know, what, what is it that you need in order for this to go down? Yes. And he and he said, I need a five percent down payment. And, okay. But then over the course of several emails, his final terms were like that. He he said he wanted five percent up front, thirty five hundred dollars a month in rent. And for every month, he wanted an extra $1,500 towards more option deposit. Well, that ain't yeah. going to happen either. Yeah. Well, and here's my email point. back. Um, I can probably get your 5%. The market will tell us. And uh, I can't do your extra $1,500 a month. That's a deal killer. Do we move forward or not? Yeah. Just okay. tell it like it is. I did tell him. I told him that, that uh, his, uh, given all his requirements and trying yeah. to sell a house in the Arizona summer. All right. Work. Well, listen, um, you guys ought to all be watching The Profit if you're not already. You'll learn a lot of good business lessons from Marcus Lemonis. The Profit. Make a note of it, and uh, you can actually go and buy the last two years' television shows for $25 or something like that off of iTunes. It would be well worth your uh, trouble to do that. And just watch how Marcus Lamonis operates when he's buying businesses and turning them around. Okay, anything else I can do for you tonight? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Okay, Rashawn. Okay, our next question is coming from Laurie. Laurie, please go ahead. Laurie from where? Hey, Ron, over in Bradenton. Okay, Florida. Yes, sir. Uh, we actually have uh, two. We were in, uh, in the December class, and uh, I'm not sure if we're going to make it next month, but we definitely will by December. Um, but we have two. One uh, gentleman has six duplexes, 
Um, he's asking 160 each. He's basically been uh, not a slumlord, but close to it. Uh, a slumlord hasn't really done any kind of upkeep or anything. The thing that I like about this particular deal is he's asking 160 for each. They're all netting about uh, 2,000 a month in rentals, and he's willing to own or finance it all. All right. Well, how much uh, rent is he collecting on each unit? Uh, each unit is about thousand. Uh, I don't understand. So he's grossing two thousand dollars per duplex. Correct. Mhm. Well, and each of the go ahead. And how's he netting two thousand? I don't understand. Well, I mean, you got to pay the taxes and the insurance, but he owns it outright, so there's no there's no mortgage or anything okay, on well, it. Okay. So so he's he's getting paid, but you wouldn't get paid if you get big. Look, I'm going to tell you before we even go any further. You, mm -hmm. can't, you can't pay $150,000 for a duplex that's only written for $2,000 a month. Well, supposedly he's not. And these are worth more than what he's asking for the area. Um, that's why I was right. worth almost, Let me tell you something. Income property is worth what the math says it is worth. If you do the math, there is no two-unit building that only rents for a total of $2,000 that's worth 150 grand. Well, he could ask for more. They could each go for uh, well, 1500 each. Uh, so, you mean on rent? Uh, yeah, yeah. He could pop up the rent. But. Uh, so who tells you that, him? No, no. Uh, I know the area. I'm I'm a realtor, so I get the, uh, you know, I did the 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 um, searching of the area for the. So do, rent. do you want six uh, duplexes? I'm sorry. Do you want six duplexes? Um, I don't really necessarily mind, but I was thinking that it would be easy kind of flip if he's willing to do the financing. I, I'm okay with you buying them if I get some sweetheart owner financing, but that's going to require probably a longer conversation, and we're going to have time for tonight. And okay. it also would require me knowing what the actual expenses are on those duplexes that come out of my pocket. Mm -hmm. Okay. What, what kind of terms you can get on them? What's he asking down? Uh, it's up to me. And I was, I'm going to go for nothing. How about if he has, go ahead. If you can buy them with nothing down and get a good positive cash flow on them and get some good terms on them to where you can uh, get little or no interest, then yeah, they make no, sense because they'll be easy to sell whenever you're ready. Mm -hmm. That's a, yeah. Okay. But no. Right, I'll find out more. The, more. More of the information from here. No personal okay. liability. Yeah, no, no, no. no. And the other uh, other quick question. I have a short sale. Um, it's, it's listed. It's, uh, they, it's been in short sale for almost three years. Um, the agent I spoke with today, she said Aquin wasn't, wasn't approving anything. And they finally got a letter back from Aquin today um, stating that they're willing to go forward with selling the property. So they're finally ready to do it. My question is this: They're asking price is one twenty nine. Right. It's worth approximately uh, ninety eight. Is fifty thousand a good offer on that? Is how much work's it need? Nothing. Well, and it's and it's renting out right now for seventeen hundred. Well, that sounds like a good deal if you get seventeen hundred rent out of a fifty thousand dollar investment. And well, the more of the question is, how do I flip that contract or, or sale if I don't, you know, want to purchase it? How do you flip it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sign it. 
I don't think you'll have any trouble flipping that uh, deal if it's worth 100 and you're paying 50 for it. You want to okay. wholesale it, you probably can get 60, 65 out of it. Okay. Can I do it before we close on it, though? Uh, yeah, that is the general plan. Just give yourself, in fact, I know if you're working with Aquin, you're going to have at least 30 days. <laughs> the way they're going, i got three years ahead of me. <laughs> no, that's after, I'm talking about after you put it under contract. Yeah. yeah. I would, I would um, be working to find the private money to go ahead and close on it while trying to wholesale it so that you cover your basis. Okay. And then once you okay. get bought, then, then you have a lot more options. Right. In fact, if I were you, I wouldn't wholesale it. Hold on to You can get a private loan on it for even the $50,000 to buy it and mm-hmm. put it right back on the market as is for about $110,000 or $115,000 uh, on a lease purchase. Okay. Have no money in it. Have a good positive cash flow from it. Right. Somebody will come along and, and get a loan on it. I mean, you, you know, you've been around a while. Well, why give it away? Okay. And, and if you want to borrow sixty, you can. Still only sixty percent right. LTV. Right. Put ten thousand dollars aside. Okay. That's if Aquan will approve it. So okay. Aquan, All right. I'll have to. Aquan, Aquan don't have anything to do with what you borrow. Oh yeah. I mean, you mean if they approve the fifty? Yeah. 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 So. No, incidentally, if they don't approve the fifty, then don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's not. It's not even. It's not even a question of whether they'll approve my fifty. There's been other deals on it, and Aquin just waited them out. Basically, the people walked away. So I don't want her to, as they get this letter, to call these people back and say, "Hey, you interested?" But it's all about timing. Mhm. And you, unfortunately, will never know when the right time is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll submit it tomorrow. Okay. Got nothing to lose. Absolutely. All right, I thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, Rashawn. Okay, our next question comes from John Schmacher. John, please go ahead. John Schmacher. Okay, John, I got several here from you. Don't know if we're going to. What, I got two? Yes, sir. Okay, we're in uh, Louisiana, huh? That is correct. I All went right. and saw you in January when you came here. All right, let's take this first one on Asher Street. They're asking 179, they owe 149. And whoa, it's worth yes. two and a quarter, huh? Uh, I did find a, I find a house that was the exact same bedrooms and bathrooms and the same square footage. I think minus about eight feet uh, that was that sold recently for two twenty five. All right. Well, listen, you're asking one forty nine, and now I'm reading down here. If you give them a little bit of walking money, they'll go. That's what it looks like. Well, man, you should be out there doing it. It's a three bedroom, two bath, <laughs> seventeen hundred sixty six square feet. What are you doing on the telephone? You should be at this guy's house getting a contract signed. Uh, this is my my first one that I've managed to to get close to doing, and I I wanted to call before I messed it up. <laughs> well, you're still gonna mess it up. So get out there, <laughs> get out there, and get a contract. You know what contract to use? Um, I'm assuming that I would do uh, the short form lease purchase. No, no. The guy wants to give you the house. He'll sell it to you for what he owes. Go out there and get a contract to buy it subject to, and give him three grand. Okay. Before another investor comes along and gets this deal while you're procrastinating. That's okay. <laughs> John, you got a house worth two and a quarter that he owes one forty nine on twelve thirty one P I T I and you're waiting. What are you waiting on? Go uh, get just, it. 
that's okay. That's that I will do that. And um the uh I guess the other question I had is that I haven't had the money to set up anything as far as a an L L C or anything. I could just I buy the land care. trust. I don't okay. care. Buy it in a land trust and you'll be beneficial interest and if they Give you any crap, then set up an L- uh, LLC. It ain't very a uh, handful of dollars. It's just a few dollars. Okay. You'll need one anyway, because you are going to have problems with the land trust in Louisiana trying to get somebody to understand them, because they, you know, they don't have any state statute concerning them, so they just think you can't use them there. Okay. And I, um, I haven't, uh, I don't really have an attorney to close with. Um, and I, I tried posting something on the Gold Club site to see if anyone knew anyone Nobody's going to send you an attorney. Uh, we don't do that. Okay. So listen, okay. go get the contract yep. signed tomorrow. Yes, sir. Okay, we'll worry about yes, the rent later. Okay. Get the contract Sounds signed good. tomorrow. Okay, and so just use a, a regular purchase and sale agreement? That's correct. So the subject to? Okay. Right off the Gold Club site. Okie dokie. Man, four, uh, okay, go get the deal. Right. Yes, sir. You got another one here, don't you? Uh, yes, I do. All right. Free and clear, $150,000 asking price. You don't know what it's worth, but he will do owner financing. There's a few brothers and sisters in on that deal, so she said she had to talk to them. I'm not sure how that's going to go. I've got to touch base with her again. Okay. Well, I see that. And did you talk down payment? Uh, we did not talk any down payment. Um, I did snap a few pictures of the property like I said in, in the that sort of big paragraph at the bottom it, it looks like it definitely needs some some work some cosmetic work to the outside for sure I don't know what it might need inside um, they've had a renter in there for years so I doubt it's been touched for years it might be in deplorable shape for all I know all I right. think the price is a little high all right we'll do some more work on that one then and find out what they want down and per month because until you get those there's nothing you can do and I'm about to okay. lose my all right. Okay, Rashawn, you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, how many more folks we got there? Um, We have about three more people left, All right. four actually. All right, no more. Don't let anybody else on there. We're way overdue now. Okay. Got it. All right, who's next? Okay, our next question is coming from DeVere. DeVere, please go ahead. Go ahead. Howdy, can you hear me? I can hear you. Great. I sent in a couple sheets, 1130 Mountain Time. Didn't sound like you got them, so maybe we can just go over one of them. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. I'll move. This is, um, I've only got three of these lead sheets so far, so this is typical out here. Let's see here. We've got a, um asking price, 368.9. So that's what they think it's worth. And the loan? Um, I wasn't sure what it was worth. I looked on the Zillow. They're saying 322. I looked at 15 houses that sold, averaged them out, and the price was 288. So the good news was, uh, let's see, I should put my glasses on here. Um, I believe they were uh, wanting to go ahead and go with terms yes on B. Okay, so that means they'll do a lease purchase. Yeah, but uh, I guess my concern is, um, real nice house doesn't need any work. Yep. Uh, but. Typically in this Grand Junction, western Colorado market, 300 miles west of Denver, um, these houses haven't come back yet. 
So I'm a little bit nervous about calling her when the asking price is higher than 15 houses right. that have sold around her. Here's what I here's what I handle how I handle it. Can you give me some comps that'll justify your asking price? Because I really can't find anything that comes close. Okay. That, that puts the burden back on them. And then if uh, you uh, get past that and they still want the higher price because they think it is, well, listen, okay, uh, I'll I'll work out an agreement with you to at least purchase it from you. But once I do, um, I'm going to uh, get it appraised before I move on any further. And then if it doesn't come back at uh, anywhere near what you're asking, then I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm, I can't I can't buy a house for more than what it's worth. The market won't pay it, and neither will I. Got it. And that's exactly what you do. In fact, I just did one two weeks ago. I'll tell all of you this. It was a cash deal. It wasn't a terms deal, but it would have worked out the same way. It came back appraised for $25,000 less than what we thought it was worth. And I told them, you're going to lower the price or I'm out. And they didn't lower it, so I'm out. That's simple. The, all right. the math never lies. So I should be pretty strong on it. They're asking 368 They owe 285 so there may be some... Room there, or maybe I can follow up later if they're there's stuck a, on what they're asking. There's a lot of room there, a lot of room. So got it. If they'll lease option it to you for enough to cover their payment, you probably got a deal, and you can work on the price as you go. Find the highest comps you can, take them to them, and say, these are the highest I can find. Can you find higher? Okay, I've got them already. Let them convince themselves they're out of the ballpark. <laughs> okay? Thanks, Ron. You're welcome. Okay. Who's next? Okay, our next question is coming from Mark Adrian. Mark, please go ahead. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Um, yeah. Okay, I got one here on you. You're in Pennsylvania, huh? Yes. $650,000 house, and that's about what it's worth, and it's free and clear, and they say yes, they'll owner finance it, but, Mark, there's nothing in the down payment and the monthly payment and the term column. What's the deal? Uh, he's he's pretty flexible on that, but he does actually on down. He does saying half down. I don't know. Uh, half down, words. half down puts you totally out of the ballpark. And if he really means that, you're done. So how do I convince him otherwise, or or what do I say? Just hey, that's the deal. I can't pay half down. That's correct. Half down would be out of the question, and uh, I would be totally uninterested. In fact, what I do is I create terms with sellers so that I can offer them to quality buyers and ultimately get them cashed out, and the market will not pay half down. I can tell you that before we go into this. So uh, if that is a deal killer, then I appreciate your time. Okay. Okay. Just got to tell it like it is. Just tell it like it is. There's so much easier to deal with when you do. And they accept it. Okay. okay. This guy's probably just totally unreasonable. It's probably a time waster. Probably. That's why I wanted to check with you. It's okay. 650 is way out of the area that I'm normally buying in, so I, well, I don't know. I just wanted to see uh, what what wording I should use to just. Well, you're going to get this a lot. You're going to get it a lot when people want ridiculous terms, and you just say, "Listen, I can't do anything near that." So, uh, but you know, when you when you actually tell them what it is you're trying to accomplish and why you can't do it, uh, most of them get it. And they're either, but at that point, you'll know whether they're either in or out. Okay. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Ron. All right, sir. Okay, Rashawn. Okay, our next question comes from um, Deborah. Deborah, please go ahead. Okay, Deborah. Hi, Ron. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh-huh. And I'm a newbie. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a member of your Go Club. Mm-hmm. I bought a lot of your courses, and I'm scheduled for next or this week to go to the Raleigh event, me and my husband, Bruce. Mm-hmm. And I've hired a VA for the mm-hmm. last two months. Okay. And the VA has um, been sending me leads. Right. Well, listen, before you go any further, since I'm going to see you the day after tomorrow, why don't you bring all of them with you there and let's talk there. Okay. And then we can actually call them all for you and get them to a conclusion. Well, I've called a lot of them already. Yeah, well, now we're going to let Lynette call them. Yay! I get to call leads. And, and oh, you still there? I thought you went to sleep on me. And, and we're gonna let Brian and Lynette call them and turn them into deals for you, or are dead? One of the two. Okay. So bring them, and we'll resurrect them. We'll make them rise like the phoenix, won't we, Lynette? Yes, we will. We cannot. We'll be there at 7 a.m. on Wednesday morning. If you can be there at 7 a.m. during registration and bring all the leads you can bring. Oh, you don't have to be there at 7 a.m. Don't listen there. <laughs> That's when registration is. I'll be there. Okay. Just get there on time. She'll be calling leads all day Wednesday, actually. Even though I've already called them and they yeah. were no's? Well, if they were no's, she probably won't call them. But uh, if they're no's, they're no's. And if you think there's a um, reason to call them, she'll be happy to do it for you. So bring some yeses with you. And if you don't have them, you don't have them. Uh, okay. Thank you. All right. See Can't you wait to see you. Thank you. Still got time to get a couple of yeses, though. Right around looking for some FISBO signs and call them and just get the thing filled out and uh, bring everything you got with you, yes or no, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, see you there. Okay, Rashawn. Okay, our next question comes from Beth Golden. Beth, right. please go ahead. All right, Beth, I got one here from you, don't I? I got several, don't you? Yeah, you don't have to go through all of them. There's a couple of them I have specifics. Do you see the first one? I think I sent the owner's name is Daniel yes. in the right-hand corner. Yes. Okay. Uh, we're down in the St. Pete area, a lot of competition down here, but this is a nice house. When I spoke with this guy a couple of weeks ago, he was actually one of the first people that I called. So when I got off the phone, I thought of a couple of other things that I could have said or should have said. Um, he is one to, his goal is within three years is to get out of his mortgage is why originally he thought he just wanted to sell it. So I did ask him some correct things, you know, why he was selling his house. And, uh, he said he's, he obviously has no payment with that, <clears throat> but he's new house. He's got about 1850 a month, but even though this is a very nice house, the rental in that area, I think is pretty low. It's around 1130. So I'm going to call him back, but I want to talk to you First, he's reduced his house from 260000 to two fifty mm-hmm. uh, just two days ago, <laughs> and I spoke with him about a week to ten days ago. But um, he was going term, to speak with a realtor. He said everybody's calling him off of Zillow and other places, so obviously they haven't convinced him yet. So do you think we're, with a lease purchase, I just have a couple of questions to make sure I'm doing the right thing. A lease well, purchase. Did he did he say he would be interested in a lease purchase? Yes, and where I got stuck, because, again, I was so new at this, he asked me about the implication that he would have to pay taxes on it. No. My instincts told him yes, because it's income property. I mean, it's yeah, income. but it's his residence, isn't it? Uh, but he's homesteading and moving into another one. That don't matter. Is it his residence now? Yes. Then he's selling his residence. Yes. Now, if he if he closes out, if he uh, is out of it with two, within uh, two years, then okay. it is a rental property, but if he doesn't have a gain on it, there's no taxes anyway. 
Okay. We had that discussion, but I wasn't sure okay. if I was on correctly or not. Yeah, well, you, you're not a, you don't, you don't uh, have a CPA discussion now. You no, I didn't. I told him opinion. I wasn't. He said he, where we left it, he would talk to his CPA about okay. it. He was very interested right. in the lease purchase because when he told me his goal was in three years to retire, no payments, whatnot, then I you know, explained that that could happen in that period of time. Um, you know, he had income coming in, and he was he was interested. It was the tax right. kind of well, thing that we got kind of hung up. What's the ARV? Um, I don't know. I just know that his comps are his house is worth about two fifty. Okay, well, I mean, that's he, the ARV. he was asked two sixty, right. knocked it down ten grand this past weekend. All right, so he's selling it for uh, for what he, uh, for his retail price. It's free and clear. So all you got to do is negotiate a, a lease option with good terms on it, preferably so you can stay in it and get some monthly cash flow as well. Right, exactly. You got you to work on to get him down as low as he'll go on the payment, okay. and get him as long a term as you can, and you're in. Okay. And you bring it right back and put it on the market for what you, you probably ought to do some more homework on it, but at least two sixty nine nine. Yes. Okay. Right. On a on a lease purchase, so yes. you're going to do a sandwich lease on it. Let's say you can get him to let you in it for a thousand twelve hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get two thousand dollars a month out of it. I think, on a lease purchase. And even if you don't, you're going to get a spread on it. Okay. Uh, by the way, it will absolutely rent for more than $1,200. I don't believe that for a minute on a quarter-million-dollar house. I do, too. It's a beautiful house. It really no. is. I'm just amazed the rent is so low there because it's not in other areas. You're not renting it. You're lease optioning it. Big okay, difference. lease option. All right. Then the other one I want to ask you about is okay. a lady named Donna. Okay. This was the very first person I spoke with. <laughs> So I got up, and there were like four things. I said, oh, wow, why didn't I ask her this? All right, so she has a house. She's asking 1699 mm-hmm. and comps in the area are probably about 155000 okay. It's um, a decent area, Pretty but clear. rent in that area I would think would be about 900 and you'll see my note that they're renting for 1300 in that area. So I'm not really sure I understand the rent. That's a, well, you know, it's only a two-bedroom, two-bath, but it is 2,200 square feet. But it's huge. Okay. Now, it's. You know, it's all, it was built, I don't know, however long ago. It's, you know, it's kind of outdated, a lot of space. My concern is that I'm not sure that I'm, I, I totally understand this, if you do a lease option. I talked to her, her son-in-law is the one that's handling all this. They're all moving out. I'm going to call her back tomorrow and say, let me just come down and see if I can get this house sold for you. But I need to get to him, and I know that. It's got a flat gravel roof. She said they've had somebody, a couple of people interested, and they came out and did uh, an evaluation or inspection of it. They've got a breezeway that floods. <laughs> so my question is, in generalities of a lease option, when some you put somebody in an, as a lease tenant, and they assume the you know the, all the liability or the you know the repairs, mm-hmm. what if it needs to hold darn roof, and the person just says, well, I'm going to move out? I know you've got a certain out. amount of money on it. Their deposit. Okay. All right. I just that this is my concern with this one. That well, we'll have some repair I'm issues. I'm telling you right now, it sounds like that one is more trouble than it's worth. They're asking retail price, and it's got all those problems. I'd I'd let it go unless they're willing to take a big discount on price. Okay, and she might be. I don't know. They're they've got a personal situation that they need to get out of this and just kind of emotionally just get Fine. away from it. Then you yep. might be their exit, but not at that price. They're, look, you got these issues. I got to have a lot lower price than that, and then I'll do a lease purchase on it, and I'm going to need a low payment so that I feel like staying in it long enough to get you cashed out. And right. I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't give them a nickel more than $1,000 a month on that thing. Yes. Okay. All right. Maybe not I'm going to have a couple much. questions if you just can just okay, get away. you got to hurry. We're going to get okay. off Okay. No, I am. Oh, yeah. All right. 
when the VA leads come in, there are some that are saying they're on MLS, but we're to be sent those. And I've seen, you said in the class, don't work with ones that are on an MLS, but I've heard other people say with working with realtors, we can't do terms with the realtors, can we, or not? Well, on MLS doesn't necessarily mean they're listed. Well, it okay. It means that the All owner right. might have paid to put it in the MLS. Yes, so but that's I'm saying an MLS with a realtor. Find out. Is there a real listing agreement on it? Okay, but if there is a real listing agreement, it doesn't mm-hmm. work in this situation, correct? Nope, not until a listing expires or unless the seller wants to get the uh, agent to release the listing if they're willing. Okay. And then, so what I heard you say earlier, and Cindy has said the same thing, if you get this no, 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 when the BA's talking to them, no, they don't want to do this, no, they don't want to do that, even though they're sending us the lead, just don't even call the people? Well, you should call them, but I'd put them on the back burner and call them when I've got no more yeses to call, because several of those no's will convert to yes. Okay. Well, I was wondering, because the other day they were talking about, I heard on a call that I listened to, Jay was saying that he wanted to remind people that 18, about 15%, 50% of their deals They've called back, and I think Lynette confirmed that also, that they've called back even though, you know, they've personally spoken with them and said no. The follow-up, well, they're I don't, um, it's not going to be 50%, and frankly, the answer to that depends on how good you are when you're calling them back. But still, still, you can't make cash uh, sellers uh, want to take terms if they're just hell-bent on taking cash. Right, or that okay. they have to, or, or they have to have a straight mortgage to, you know, buy another home. So I have a you know, very simple paragraph that goes something like, well, listen, I thought I'd call back and check you. I noticed you said no to terms, but mm-hmm. I want to confirm that you are saying that if I, if I find a quality buyer who can cover your monthly payment and get you cashed out within a year or two, you would rather not hear about it? <laughs> okay. And if they say no to that, then that's all you need to know. You're done. Mark right. them off. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right, Rashawn, are we done for tonight? Um, we have one last caller in the queue. Do you want well, to take them? I'll take that last caller. Don't take any more. Okay. Our All last right. question for tonight comes from Jenny Severe. Jenny, please go ahead. Jenny, how's it feel to be last? Uh, yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm in New York. How are you, Juan? Okay, I am good. What do you want to know tonight? What I want to know is that I've been receiving a lot of uh, leads from my VA, and uh, a lot of them I call, the sellers are not motivated to give me the property for a lower price. So in a case like that, I keep looking on my own, trying yep. to figure out, you know, where to get uh, some good property. Um, there is a gentleman which has one listed for two to 75000 I spoke with him this afternoon. I asked him, I, I, want, I would like to do a lease option, with option to buy, and... Um, he said he said he wanted to put fifty thousand dollar down. Uh huh. I told him no, that will never happen. We don't do it that way, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I told him that he, first of all he needs right, to. So what's the question? Question is this property is for sale, and I want to know the the the, the ARV uh two hundred twenty five thousand. He wants two seventy five. Well, then obviously you're done. Yeah. If in fact it's really only worth two twenty five. Yes. I'm not going to pay somebody two seventy five for a house worth two twenty five. I don't really care about what's if if again if it's truly worth two twenty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, look, the whole world's full of folks who want more than the properties are worth. You just got to weed them out quickly and get them out of your life. Yes. Yes. You're right. You're right. right. Remember, we're only we're dealing with a minority here, not the majority. Yes. We're dealing with the ones who say yes to terms and that are reasonable and want to whack the rest at lightning speed. Okay, okay. 
That's exactly what I'm doing. Okay. So I'm, I'm in the process of looking, looking. And I All spoke right. with somebody this afternoon who has a property listed, and he referred me to a gentleman, another person that's going to send me a list of property. So I'm going to talk to them tomorrow to see what they got. Okay. And All right. Well, you keep plugging. Don't yes, let I will. the unmotivated sellers discourage you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, and actually, thank all of you for tuning in tonight. Rashawn, would you hang on here after the call is ended, please, when you shut uh, call down? Yes. I want to thank everybody. We had a actually we had a great call tonight, uh, a lot of variety on the call, and uh, remember that our next call is the next month this time, second Monday, always second Monday at 7 p.m. And get those property information sheets in here early, because if they start coming in after about four o'clock in the afternoon, I do not get them. So uh, good night, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. Ryan, we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Lynette. I will have some dinner. And I assume BJ is gone. I think she left us. She okay. left the house. I'm still here, hanging oh. in there. Okay, Made thank it. you, too. Thank you, BJ. Thanks all the folks who, turned, uh, who gave us a testimonial tonight. Thank you, Ron. You were right. awesome. Good night, everybody. You were. Thank you. Bye.